This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hello, hello, friend. Welcome to another episode of Making Shift Happen. Today, we're talking about some post-race or event blues. I think all too often, you know, we start to realize that the blues just happen. This feeling of sadness, this feeling of, of kind of feeling a little down after a certain event or race and things like that. These happen. They're very natural, all right? You you just came off of a high of a really awesome event or race, or maybe it wasn't that awesome. Maybe you had a horrible experience. Who knows? And now you're back home doing the seemingly mundane tasks of living life, right? So what do you do when you get a little blue after your races or an event? Well, today I'm talking about that very thing in this episode because I see it all too often. I have personally felt it as well, where I'm usually high on, on cloud nine, um, isn't that the term? Cloud nine? Yeah, I think so. For some reason, when I said it, it just didn't sound right. Bear with me, friends. Um, but yeah, you're up there. You're feeling really great and elated after this event. And then, I don't know, after a few days, you're like, oh, shit. You know, you get back home. And like I said earlier, you're just getting back into doing the mundane things. And before you know it, you're just kind of feeling a little blah. Maybe you've, you're even having some difficulty getting back into your regular training and your regular rides and Hell, even socializing to some degree. I mean, everyone, everyone's different and everyone's going to respond differently to this, okay? We're not all the same, which is a good thing. But, you know, I know I've seen it myself. I've felt it myself. I've seen it with my clients as well. Um, even with some clients who've done some, some major international racing recently on a variety of different series, race series and things like that that are going on right now. And and it, it happens, you know? I, I just want to go ahead and at least make you feel a little bit relaxed around the fact that you're not abnormal. It, it does happen. Um, I mean, hell, some people even experience this after getting their terminal degree, you know, or going back and getting the master's degree or or getting some sort of other certification or other coursework or something that maybe they've been looking forward to. And when that thing comes to a close, you can feel a little sad and, and that's okay. Again, I'm not going to ask you in today's episode, nor am I going to suggest that you should tamp down this sadness and ignore it or use other coping mechanisms to handle it. By all means, I am not going to be suggesting any maladaptive coping mechanisms, but there are definitely some some ways that you can go about um, kind of shifting your perspective just a little bit. So today we're going to talk about the five top things that I really find can help get you through that little hump of feeling a little blue after an event or a race, okay? The first thing that I really recommend is to celebrate it. Celebrate the living hell out of whatever event or race you were just in. Even if the event or race didn't necessarily go as planned, please celebrate its completion. I really recommend journaling about it, reflecting on it, even if it was just an event, not, and I don't mean just an event, to like be a little an event that it is less than a race by any means. That is not the case. If anything, in my history personally, I've actually found events and 
especially international trips and things like that, that are uh, around the bike, centered around the bike, those have been more impactful for me and more reflective for me um, than actual races have. So that's just my experience. Maybe that's yours. Maybe it's not. And that's totally fine. But I do really recommend at least journaling about it or at a bare minimum, if you're not necessarily a writer or someone who likes to put their words in down on paper, then at least reflect on the experience. What were your major takeaways? What were some things that you really enjoyed about it? What were some things that resonated for you? What were some things that didn't resonate for you? Okay. Now, this tip number one to celebrate it and to reflect on it really goes hand in hand with the next tip, tip rather, which is to use it as a learning experience. So this is why reflecting and journaling about your experience is so crucial in my opinion, because maybe you realize that you need some new habits or some new bike skills. Maybe you need, uh, you know, some mechanic work done on your bike, or maybe you actually need to learn a new mechanical skill. If you experienced a mechanical on the course or at the event, or maybe you need some new gear. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe you need, oh, maybe you need a new snack or hydration mix or a complete rehaul of your nutrition to try if your stomach was maybe upset or you didn't have any energy or, Ooh, God has forbid you bonked on the ride or the race or at the event, because believe me, mistakes happen. Races and events will likely be imperfect because striving for a perfect race or an event is absolutely meaningless since you don't have control over much, if anything at all. All right. If there's one thing that I can definitely say with certainty is that we just don't have control over anything. All right. Try to control what you're able to control, control the controllables. Now, you know, with this being said, maybe you also learned where your weak spots are, such as, I don't know, you know, technical climbing or, or climbing period. It doesn't matter because again, there are going to be some things that will come to light, but you have to take that, that pause button. You have to press pause button and you have to reflect on your experience and kind of, you know, see what the wins were, see what the successes were, see what the obstacles were, because with that awareness that can make you so much stronger and so much better and so much more prepared for future events and races. Okay. So again, celebrate it first, definitely use it as a learning experience and reflect and journal about what your, what about your experience was maybe, you know, so in alignment with what you were expecting and maybe what wasn't in alignment with what you were expecting. All right. Let's jump to tip number three here. Set another goal. If your original goal was already met or the previous couple of reflection points that I already talked about highlighted some things for you, then hey, high five yourself and celebrate it like I outlined, but then push the goalpost a little bit further if you want to. Get uncomfortable. You know, what's what's something that's maybe within your grasp, but maybe it pushes you just a bit more. You know, is there something that you want to do within your skill set, but it scares you a little bit to admit it out loud? You know, we've all had that race where we've considered like, oh, yeah, I would love to do that race someday, right? But then we're scared to admit it because it might be just a little bit past our comfort zone, might be really challenging because in the back of our minds, we're thinking, oh man, I'm, you know, I'm kind of used to maybe winning certain events or I'm used to placing in the top 10 or top 20 or whatever it is for you, right? Whatever that dialogue is for you. 
And then if you were to push yourself a little bit further or maybe go up a category in your racing or, you know, get into the pro category or something like that, then you're worried. Oh, I'm not going to podium. I'm not going to be in the top 10. What's the use? And that friends is not the way you approach it. All right. It's not going to be ideal. You know, you want to get a little uncomfortable. What, again, I'm going to repeat this. What's something within your grasp, but maybe it pushes you a bit more. And, you know, you might be a little bit scared to admit that you want to do it. Do it. You know, seriously, strongly consider doing this thing. You will be more regretful of the things that you haven't done than the things you tried or did. All right. Regret is definitely going to come more in the form of the things that you didn't do or try to do than the things that you already did. Because generally speaking, we are pretty good at using our experiences as a little bit of a learning learning tool for, for a lot of us. All right. Fourth tip I have for you, kind of goes hand in hand with the previous one, but set your sights on your next race or event. And if you don't have one set up yet, then see if you can determine a local event or, I don't know, even just a local epic ride that you can do with your friends that maybe isn't necessarily a race or an event, you can still get an emotional high from doing a challenging ride and bonus points, seriously, major bonus points if it is with your friends or loved ones or whatever, you know, or maybe you're on a race team, then great, do it with them, you know, get their support, get them to rally behind you because maybe it's something that they've been wanting to do. They've been wanting to do this epic route and they just haven't had anyone to do it with and all they need is someone to ask them to do it, you know, and please keep in mind that Events don't necessarily have to be these professionally organized events with, you know, directors and things like that. And same thing with races. You can just go out and do a regular ride. All right. So set your sights on something that maybe you've had on your, on your radar for a little while. And maybe after doing an event or a race, it's kind of inspired you to, to keep pedaling and to keep trying and pushing yourself a little bit further. So get, get your sights on your next race or event. All right. All right. Fifth and final tip I have for you is that sometimes after a race or event, you can feel a little bit of a reduced level of motivation to get back into your training. And if this sounds like you, then the previous steps obviously can, can certainly help you feel a bit more motivated, but also be gentle with yourself. Seriously. You know, maybe you need a break or at least a deload week after a race or a big event. And that is okay. I will constantly, depending on my client's background and and their um, recent experience with training and just how they've been feeling and things like that, I will usually freely, you know, program them a deload week or at least a relaxed week after a race or a big event. You know, might just have a couple days of strength training at really lightweight, just kind of move their body. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. They're not going to lose ground or lose progress by doing this. If anything, after a bit of rest, you know, then they can set up a schedule for their training and just make it fun. You know, my big thing, that, and this is something I share with 100% of my clients, even my shred strong athletes, is to be sure that not every single session of your weight training and rides are all about training for crying out loud. Please, please have have what I call a soul, soul miles day. And again, this is just a day for fun. Get your ass on your saddle, have some fun with friends, just go out for a ride. Don't even, you don't even need to turn on Strava if you don't want to, you know, 
you, you have to be intentional about including some fun in your training or else you risk getting burnt out. And seriously, to do this, you may need to just go out for a ride solo or maybe with friends or your bike team or something like that and just pedal, maybe even work on some bike skills or whatever that looks like to you. All right. Now I do want to go ahead and add a precautionary tip because if your low point or depression or sadness or just, you know, your funk, your blues after an event seems to last a little bit longer, or maybe it's impacting the rest of your life or energy levels or work, then it's time to potentially seek some professional mental health care, either locally or now you can do it online through a variety of different sources, such as like BetterHelp and other, other groups that are online now. But there are other resources available to you through your local health department on a sliding scale if cost is a limiting factor. But please, you know how important uh, mental health and just therapy, mental therapy is and how much I tout its importance and how it really is such an investment in yourself and your overall health and wellness. And I can't emphasize that enough. So I did want to go ahead and plug that because that is a little bit of a precautionary tip that I want you to be able to recognize, you know, Hey, if something's lasting a little bit longer and just makes you feel lower, it might be time for you to just kind of take a step back and, and, and seek some, seek some professional help. All right. Now, again, as a recap, if you're experiencing some post event or race blues, it's best to celebrate your experience and accomplishment, journal and reflect on it, determine what, what things you can learn from that experience, you know, set another goal and get uncomfortable and then set your sights on another race event or perhaps maybe even an epic ride that you can do with your friends. Now, of course, you don't have to do all these things, but I do at least recommending, I do, I do at least recommend, you know, pausing and reflecting on your experiencing and really gathering some learning, learning stuff from it. Okay. And, you know, last but certainly not least, take a rest or deload week, make sure you have some soul miles built into your training plan and schedule your training if needed. You know, having a plan can help you feel like you have an ideal guide for motivation because here's the thing, motivation, motivation doesn't really exist. And it's better to take small actions along the way to keep feeling motivated because honestly, action is what makes you feel motivated. Taking some sort of action is, is what really builds the motivation. All right. Anyways, I hope these tips help you get out of the post race or event blues next time. And if you need an idea for pushing yourself further, then check out the Rider to Racer program. Seriously, it's an all-inclusive program offered through Vita MTB series and Venture Birds that includes on-the-bike training and coaching with literally the best coaches I've worked with in the business, along with nutrition guidance from some of literally the top coaches in the industry, as well as a registered dietitian who specializes in sports nutrition. And then of course it does include a strength and conditioning program from me, from yours truly here. Now it is going to include a little bit of things that it hasn't included in the last six years. So it it will include a race entry to an enduro race here in Arapahoe Basin or a basin in Colorado in July. But to top it off this year, there is also an and a little bit of a special bonus that's being offered as an add-on to the program. And it's a massively discounted race entry to a two-day enduro race, the Revolution Enduro or Rev Enduro race in Snowmass in August. 
so you can see how much you progress as the season goes. Because man, the more you show up, the better off you're going to be with practicing those skills and practicing the things that you're learning from your coaches. All right. It does start on June 15th. Check the link in the show notes to learn more and maybe I'll see you there. All right. Anyways, for now, friends, I hope you have a beautiful day and I hope you make this week amazing. I'll catch you next week.